Everybody in Houston with with Josh Wynn in the house. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing? I'm good, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Josh take over here and let say what's on his mind. By by the way, keep it for, for the record, I am I'm quite comfortable. So if I fall asleep on y'all, I do apologize. But anyway, <laughs> before I get started, Russell Trash brought to you by Back Back into the Reason More LLC. They put the D in delivery. You have a city license, you can drive trucks, Triple Eight Seven One Two Two Five Eight Seven. They are in need of drivers. Triple Eight Seven One Two Two Five Eight Seven. Back deliveries and more LLC. They put the D in delivery. We got backup.com. Josh, what's on your mind? Sure, let's talk about uh the regime of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I knew once Vince McMahon retired that uh things was going to get hot with the WWE again. And they are, man. First, he brings back uh, Karrion Cross and uh, Scarlett, which, by the way, uh-huh, good Lord. Yeah, sure. Then he brings back uh, Dexter Loomis. And uh, actually, no, first he brought back uh, Dakota Kai and Eel Sky. And, yeah, let me tell you, I love to have a sandwich with them, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Dexter Loomis, and then he brought back three thirds of Hit Row, which never should have been let go in the first place. And that's just uh, common sense, you know. If you got something hot, let it drop. Don't don't you know kick them to the curb. That's just not what you do. And then let's talk about this. Uh, now, I'm a wrestling fan. I love wrestling. You know, but uh, I'm not a turncoat like all these other fools that are booing Liv Morgan because why? First, we were clamoring for her to be champion. When she gets to be champion, you ought to rest, all, everyone starts turning on her, and it's all because, you know, a controversial ending of a match. Okay, well, what about the controversial ending of the match where uh, Shawn Michaels and Riz Ramon's shoulders were both pinned down? Or, you know, all the freaking, no, uh, all the freaking DQs that the, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, happened because, since his title run. I mean, it's just, you can't want something and then not, and then not want it once you get it. That just don't make sense. That's stupid. Yeah, you know, but uh, I don't know. I think WWE is making a turn for the good, for the better. I always said once Vince McMahon retired, you know, things were going to get better. And uh, I've always been saying Vince McMahon should have hung up his shoes a long time ago. You know, but that's just my own personal opinion, which everyone has a right to their own opinion, but that's just mine. And, yeah, when it comes to WWE, I mean, like I said, they're they're – they're finally going to put the spotlight on the people who deserve it. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Kevin Owens' rise, which is happening right now. I'm looking forward to Raquel Gonzalez getting, you know, her desserts after eating, you know, on a main menu. I mean, that's they they deserve it. There's a long list of people who deserve it. On the flip side, let's talk about AEW. Mm-hmm. And the stupid 
shenanigans they're doing. Of course, when Parker Bordeaux got released from WWE, I knew Tony Khan was going to go for him because, oh, now I have my own Brock Lesnar. The dude can't wrestle for shit. And I mean, and then you're going to pair him up with two guys who are on 205 Live? What is wrong with that picture? Everything is wrong with that picture. Yeah. AEW. You know, since Tony Khan's antics backstage has started getting on people's nerves, now there's people wanting to go back to WWE or there's people wanting to go to WWE for the first time. Not only because they see now that WWE is being revitalized, but also because Tony Khan is being a douchebag. Mm. Just my opinion. Mm. Well, what you got to what you got to say about that? Well, first off, AEW, my like my humble opinion, I might say, there, as a, as a thing, as a, as a phrase that really every company, every person should live by, stay in your lane, with what you got, you know. Uh, if I can give AEW any credit, they're original in their lane, you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. It works for them, so keep it in your lane while it works for you. Don't try to copy all people. If it works for you, fine, cool. Keep it in your lane. For example, in AEW, wins and matters, wins and losses matter in AEW, and they use that. Okay, keep that's fine and well. People, uh, I keep saying for years. I don't know why I just said that, but I said for years, not for years, for a few months now. If Proper talent is booked. That future goes bright. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. If you book them properly, they're bright as hell. If you mess them, mess over them, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what the problem with AEW is. Is they rely too much on the big name. Mm-hmm. I mean... CM Punk went down with a supposed broken foot, and then all of a sudden he's back way too quick from a broken foot. And, you know, now they're going to have the match between CM Punk and Moxley, which they're going to let CM Punk win, and then it's like, well, you just pretty much made Moxley just a a placeholder for while CM Punk was on the shelf. And I'm like, John Moxley deserves better than that. He doesn't deserve to be treated like that. And the reality is, is they're banking everything on CM Punk, and you know, CM Punk's a washed-up has-been. He, he don't have no kind of, you know, like, he don't have the mojo anymore. I mean, in every match he's had in AEW, he has been late on every move, so he, I mean, all his matches have had botches, and it's not because of people he's wrestled, it's because of him. Like, you know, he tried doing uh, uh, Adam Page's flip over clothesline and he couldn't even get that right. I'm like, what's wrong with this picture? Because the dude is so washed up (coughs) that you can literally use him as a beach towel. That's how washed up he is. And Tony Khan is just banking on him for his name. You know why? Because he was in the UFC for what three matches, and he lost to a fucking Power Ranger. How sad is that? 
know, I mean, the thing is, is at the end of the day, you look at people that you want to have your company ran by. First off, you got people, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, et cetera, et cetera, as not only just talent wrestling on your cards, but they're also EVPs, which means they have say over what they want to do because, well, you put them in positions of that. Let's talk Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, since joining AEW, has had a group with him. He has not been solo. And why is that? Because he is... They're, they're crutching him. They're, they're using him as a crutch to get all these other people over. And that's not fair to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, yeah, he's cool in groups, but he's better alone. Plain and simple. I can't really say nothing bad about Chris Jericho because the man has made a very successful career out of what he's done. And, you know, I'm not talking just wrestling. I mean, music, he's killing it with his band Fozzy. But the thing is, is like, I think my personal opinion, AEW is underutilizing Chris Jericho for the simple fact because they won't let him be a solo act. And to me, that, that underutilizes your talent that you actually have, you know, and then you turn Anna J Hill. Why? What was the, what was the point of that? There was literally no point to that, you know, and it's AEW just don't know how to run their a wrestling company. And it's because they're a basketball company. That's why they should, they should stick to what they know and leave the rest. They're a smite on the, the wrestling scene. They should not be a wrestling company. Mm. My own personal opinion. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. And I was, I was just processing all that. Uh, Chris Jericho. I got to give it to him. Jericho, like, he's been there, done that. Jericho, we, we, Jericho will tell you every chance he gets. Probably to the day he dies. About the night that he beat Austin the Rock in the same night coming on the champion, and I don't blame him. I won. I was the first on the champion of anybody's company. You damn right. I'll be bragging about it to the day I die. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. You. They're in the Attitude Era. If you can beat, yeah, we all know it's scripted and all that. But if you can beat both of the top draws during the Attitude Era and the same night, you damn right you deserve to be the champion. And nah. you deserve to get that credit. Now, what he, leaves out, what he leaves out is uh, he, had, he had a little bit of help with Booker T, but he leaved that part out. But, hey, it's your story. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Booker T, I'll be meeting him in October at Motor City Comic Con. You lucky sucker. Uh, and I'll be meeting Anna J from AEW, even though I still think what they did with her was, you know, ridiculous. But uh, yeah, man, it's just wrestling's landscape is about to change for the better for some, or for the worse for others. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about something that I believe right now is the hottest scene in wrestling. That's Matt Cardona. Hmm. That dude, since being let go from WWE, 
he has been killing it everywhere he goes. I mean, at one point, I think he had like six or seven championships. And the NWA and Impact Championship being are uh, one of the Impact Championships being two of them. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking like, this dude has made a name for himself. I think WWE should bring him back, but bring him back as Matt Cardona, not as Zack Ryder. Even though the Zack Ryder character was cool, bring him back as Matt Cardona because that's the name that has been built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just my opinion. Just my opinion. Well, man, yeah. like I said, I, like I said, we got potential. I'm, I'm all over the place, y'all. Excuse me, but he got potential right there. Oh yeah, you know. And then let's take Scotty too hotty. Oh, we're going old school, are we? <laughs> oh yeah. So one of, if not the hottest tag team during the Attitude Era was Too Cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking Scotty Too Hotty, Grandmaster Sexay, and Rikishi, all three. But let's take Scotty Too Hotty. Started out as Scott Taylor was going to be a jobber became a tag team started getting notoriety started getting fame started getting you know more popularity and stuff like that which cool you know he 10 years ago he wrestled his last match for a or for wwe and nxt 10 years ago so then he became a coach at the you know training facility for WWE, which is cool. Talent like that, that, you know, the Shawn Michaels, Scotty Two Hotties, the A Trains, I mean, all of them, all of those people that had the knowledge that are now training the younger generation, me personally, you can't get it no better than that. But Scotty Two Hottie, in my opinion, he had a different kind of uh, he was more methodical with the way he did his stuff even though he pandered to the audience because that's what you do when you're in the ring you gotta get the audience either to like you or to hate you and he did so good in getting people to love him and hate him when he was a heel but my thing is is people like him that are giving their knowledge to the younger generation and then the younger generation completely ignoring them, that whole younger generation needs to, like, kick kick bricks and, like, get somewhere else. You know, but that's just my opinion, man. Just my opinion. I don't recall... uh, Hold up. I'm I'm alone lost here. I don't remember him being healed. When was he healed? Uh, When uh, they first formed... Too cool, and it was just him and Grandmaster Sex. They oh, were yeah, a yeah. hill team. Yeah, yeah. I remember because yeah. Jerry Lawler would refuse to acknowledge uh, Brian Christopher as his son, Jeross, bring it up. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, that, that, like that's your boy. It ain't, it ain't my kid. That's, you know, it ain't my kid. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, the honky talk man and Jerry Lawler are cousins. Mm hmm. You know, it's, and I mean, see, there's a lot that goes on in the wrestling industry that people don't know. Like, I mean, how long did it take for people to find out that Jerry Lawler and the Honky Talk Man were cousins? I mean, years. Like, you you just never knew it. 
But then you you look at people who think that the Undertaker and Kane are real brothers. They're not. Ouch. You know, and, and and my thing is is like I get it, but you you want to tell the story, but sometimes the best story you can tell can be with your real family, mm-hmm. the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys tell a great story. Well, correction, they used to tell a great story. Now I think Matt Hardy has lost a step. I mean, all due respect, I ain't got nothing against him. And with Jeff Hardy's legal problems right now, I mean, they used to be great. Now they're not. And the same goes for a lot of these other wrestlers that are coming back out of retirement and stuff like that. Let's take Ric Flair's last match. Dude passed out twice from dehydration during a match. So that instantly tells me uh, you should hang up the boots, old man. I mean, all due respect, one of the greatest of all time, always going to be one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you need to know when to call it quits. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to talk about, and this is a name not a lot of people outside of Michigan are going to know. Davidson Sarai. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Teach, teach the people. I, I don't know who that is. She's a local talent here in Michigan who is killing it mm-hmm. on the independent scene right now. I mean, she's got one of the greatest shining wizards I've ever seen on anybody. You know, the the thing is, is you have to understand the methodic, the methodic, the mechanics and how to be methodical with your wrestling. And that's exactly what she does. Davidson Sarai, look her up. Not only is she a great wrestler, but she's also, she kills it with every promo. There's not one promo she's done that I have not liked. Everything she has said in all her promos has gotten a reaction out of me, which that's what we want as a fan. Give us a reaction. So, yes, I'm saying it now. Everyone who's listening, look up Davison Sarai on YouTube, and you'll see what I mean. Like, she's, she's great in everything she does, and she's not been doing it for a very long time. You know, and, and she's constantly working and, you know, bettering herself, which is commendable and great. That's what you should want to do. And I will say that give it another year and Davidson Sarai will be one of the best known people in wrestling, whether it be independent or, you know, big leagues, whatever. Sometimes I prefer the independence over the big leagues because the independence gives me more raw emotion than the big leagues because you know WWE I love WWE you know WWE AEW Impact and all that they're putting on a show for showmanship the independent wrestler is putting on a show because they love to do what they're doing you know what I'm saying not yet yeah but yeah at the, it, it's it's crazy that you get more out of an independent wrestler than you do uh, a wrestler in the big leagues, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, but look, everyone, whoever can hear my voice right now or whenever they hear this, look up Davison Sarai. You will not be disappointed. And if you are disappointed, then you don't know what wrestling is because that lady's busting her ass 
making a name for herself and she's she's like she's on fire right now like all the other companies that are you know independents they're all asking for her she is phenomenal mark my words she's gonna be a household name one day mark my words mm. you know but I mean it just goes to show that when you have local talent that you would rather see than see people in AEW and stuff like that it just goes to show that the fan base loves loyalty and the and to me the more independent people like the independent people are independent wrestlers are more loyal to their fan base because they're they're hung they're more hungry for it than the people that are you know in these big corporations you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah but that's just my opinion you know i could be I know I'm not wrong because I've seen all the stuff that she's done. So I know for a fact she's phenomenal. So, but that's again just my opinion. Now, let me ask you this right here: You think she's championship worthy? Oh yeah. Oh, hey, actually, she was champion at one time, huh. and uh, she just uh, lost it not too long ago. But I mean, in any federation she goes to, doesn't matter. She's championship material, you know, and, and she deserves the accolades that she's getting because she's busted. Like I said, she's busted her ass for it, wow. you know. And it, 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 mark my words, like I said, she will be a household name. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go across the street back to Old Faithful right quick WWE. Uh, Kevin Owens, uh, look here. I don't care if it's Roman. I don't care if it's Drew. Somebody gonna get this work. I want championship gold. But where everybody's forgetting, I can use that famous line, they're forgetting about Dre. In this case, Austin Theory. Because every, everybody wants a shot at Roman. Wants a shot whoever's the champion by class of the champion, class of the title, class of the castle. But you're forgetting about the wild card there. Now, before we get to uh, Austin Theory, let's get Clash of Cats out of the way. So, Kevin Owens wants his shot. I don't care if it's Roman. I don't care if it's Drew McIntyre. I want my shot. Okay. Now, Austin Theory, Mr. Money in the Bank, he can cash in whatever he wants to. But here's the problem with that. He has a year to do it. Next year, July 2nd, to cash it in. What happens if he doesn't? We never got that far. Nah. Well, I think uh, Theory's push is going to be diminished now because not a lot of people were uh, for him winning the money in the bank. So I don't think he's yeah. actually, even if he does catch in, he's not going to become champion. Yeah. We've never got to the point where nobody's catching the contract. Everybody who's ever been missed. Mr. or Miss Money in the Bank, they've always cashed in the contract. We never got to that point where nobody cashed in, so we don't know. Does the contract become void, null and void, or uh, uh, what have you? But Austin Theory, so you saying it's a possibility he might cash in and lose? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, Austin Theory. You know, not a lot of fans are going to agree with this, but I think Austin Theory should be put back with uh, 
with uh, the way. So, you know, Johnny Gargano and that whole group. I think that whole group, with the exception of Dexter Loomis, needs to get back together. Mm. You know, because he was best in that role because that role he had the leadership of Gargano, but he also had the, the, the room to grow more. You know, I mean, this whole thing he did with the taking selfies, that was a McMahon thing. And I think that that was a stupid-ass idea. Like, you shouldn't be taking selfies of people you just beating down because, you know, I get you want to be an egotistical prick, but at the same time, you should have some kind of sportsmanship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, me personally, if he does cash in, I think he should wait. Until after someone takes the title from Roman Reigns, because that would be better. Right. You know, but I think that uh, Roman Reigns will drop one of the titles at Clash of the Champions. I don't know which one, or Clash of the Castle. I don't know which one, but he will drop one of them. Well, I don't want to see us go back to separate titles, which is stupid. We we unified the championships four different eras, okay. <laughs> 2001, 2002, 2013, 2000, uh, t- yeah, 2013, 2020, 2022. Four different eras. Just to go, just down the road, put them back separately. That's, that's what I don't want to see. Well, here's the thing, and this is going to make sense. If you have the title, both titles on one person, and that one person literally only wrestles on SmackDown, then Raw literally has no champion. Mm. So all the people that you have there that is championship material or that could be in the championship uh, picture, now since there's no championship on Raw, literally had nothing to do. So splitting the titles up in my opinion would be better because then you not only show that you're wanting to, you know, like show the wrestlers on the Raw roster, hey, we believe in you just as much as we believe in the SmackDown people. But at the end of the day, it's like putting the title on, putting both titles on Roman Reigns was Vince McMahon's idea. Vince McMahon had a big heart on for Roman Reigns for so long. He tried pushing them down our throats for so long. I, You know, when Roman Reigns was with The Shield and they first came out, I liked them. But once they started ramming Roman Reigns down our throats so long, I kind of got tired of him. And I've just never been able to get back to being a fan of his because, one, his mic skills still suck. Two, he's one-dimensional. He's got three moves. And then four, he hasn't won a match cleanly since he's been a heel, but maybe three times. And then... He was wrestling uh, Big E for, you know, the championship. And when Big E went to do his spirit with <laughs> the ropes, Roman Reigns literally just jumped off the apron onto the floor, landed on his feet, and then fell. He did not sell the, the spear from Big E. And when people don't sell your moves, to me, that's disrespectful. Hmm. You know, just my opinion, though. Just my opinion. That's the equivalent of me slapping the shit out you, and you just roll out, go go drink some water, and then fall out. Exactly. 
that that reminds me of when Austin Aries and Johnny Nitro wrestled in Impact. Johnny Nitro beat Austin Aries in a championship match. And once the referee got the pinfall after Johnny Nitro did his uh, move off the rope, Austin Aries got up and literally before the referee could even get the title and give it to Johnny Nitro, Austin Aries got up, got out the ring, walked away. I mean, like, no sell at all. And then not too long ago, Natalia did it. And I'm like, people who don't sell your moves to me are, are jackasses. And they don't deserve to be in a wrestling ring because you're in there to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And if you mess the story up, shame on you. Yeah. That is just plain simple. Yes, indeed, man. I, I got to, uh, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I like the SummerSlam 2015 with the New Day. It was a Fatal 4-Way tag match. And something cool, I saw something which is pretty cool. Never probably happened again, but it's cool. And the New Day, I, I had this thought. It was brought up in, in, in that match. If the New Day were to, pin, were to get tagged in, right? Let's say yeah. Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston, Kofi, Big E, Woods. So somebody tags Kofi, somebody tags Big E. All they got to do is lay down, cover the other, Boom, you're the tag team champions. Yeah. Technically, yeah. you can do that. There's no rules say you can't. That's very true. But, however, there's an unwritten rule that they don't allow that to happen. That would so. be cool they did, man. All you got to do is fade up away because uh, the smart thing to keep in your corner. But fade up away, you can tag anybody. So somebody tags in Kofi. Somebody tags, somebody tags in Kofi. Somebody tags in Big E. Lay down, boom. Either way, it's all good. It's wrote. It's all good. Oh yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. But, but my thing is, is like, if I'm in a tag team match, and it's a fatal four way, and my tag team partner gets tagged in, and then I get tagged in, I'm not gonna wanna do that because then I'm robbing the fans of a match. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess I get where you're coming from. Ah, my wife. I get, I get where you're coming from. Uh, and, and my thing is, again, us being professional wrestlers, what what do I mean, them being professional wrestlers, what do we want them to do to put on a show for us? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I mean, technically that's what I want. I want, if you're, you know, if you're just like my movies. If you keep me entertained, then I'm going to be a fan. You know, that's the gist of. Yes, sir. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was... I, as a matter of fact, I was watching the 2015 Royal... No, 20, 2016 Royal Rumble. Where... Yeah, 2016 Royal Rumble, where uh, AJ Styles first debuted. Uh-huh. That match, Brock Lesnar was in the Royal Rumble match. The only way they got him out was because the Wyatt family, after he eliminated three of them other than Bray Wyatt, they all eliminated him after they've already been eliminated. Now, thats I don't think that's fair. I don't think anybody who's not in the Rumble should be allowed to eliminate anybody, and I don't think anybody who's been eliminated should be able to eliminate anybody. Mm. That 
to me, that's a ripoff. But I understood why they did it because they were setting up a Brock versus Bray match, which I don't even think that ever happened. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but that's just, I mean, that, these these are all just my opinions. I mean, I can't, you know, everyone has a right to their own opinion. I can't say what other people's opinions are. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if people agree with me, cool. If they don't agree with me, that's fine, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I know uh, some of the, as a matter of fact, I'm actually going to a, a local wrestling event this coming Sunday here in Michigan from uh, Grizzly Pro Wrestling. And uh, I'm actually going to see Davidson Sarai in action, so. Awesome. And that's a good thing. Yeah. But uh yeah. Other than that, man, I mean, that's that's about all I got right now. <laughs> uh, well thank you very much, Lee Chip. I, by the way, I've been trying to get this guy on the show for weeks and I finally got him, man. This guy's in high demand, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm not gonna lie, I am, but it's always good to get back to the to the to the people I know that have helped pave the way for where I am. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, and I appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, right. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna get, get knocked down and hit the, hit the bed. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. I want a big thanks to Josh uh, Josh Wynn for joining us. We'll see you guys next time, everybody. Have a great night. All right, later. See you, brother. <laughs>